Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome in. It is in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Your dynamic duo is always Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. White guys. Actually, technically it would be Bogman. And then I'm Robin. I can't be White guys. Crackers. You're really into that thing lately. That's a whole bit. Ever since I ate crackers on one of our podcasts, you and Pizapia are nothing but just throwing out cracker slang. Well, I, I got my Run CMC shirt, speaking of crackers. Ah, you did. Congratulations. It came in today. Yeah, I tweeted about it. So, uh, or How yesterday, it, I mean. How did it fit? That's always uh, the key. Like it should have. Ah, so, okay, because we had the discussion. Do you order what we feel like we probably should wear, or do you order what keeps you away from eating 50 pills out of the medicine cabinet. It's the, then, uh, the Hanes beefy tea is usually pretty solid for an actual fit. So you got it on and you're like, I can go out in public. This doesn't have to be an undershirt. This yep, is great. That- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that your brain works exactly like mine does because, yes, that was my first thought. I was like, because I had another shirt ready to go over it. I'm like, well, let's see. And you know how when you get it first out of the bag, you're kind of like, eh, it's a little tight, but then it kind of, you know, loosens up. You're breathe, like, no, 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 no. okay, a this bit. is good. Yeah. Yeah, let it breathe. Conforms right. a little bit. I've had that where I'll get like a present, you know, like a Christmas present and, and uh, <laughs> like my, uh, maybe like my mother-in-law, she'll be like, oh, I know, you, you know, you're, you're trying to like work out and stuff. So I thought this is just a nice shirt and it's like uh, extra large, huh? And I'm like. XL. I'm like, guess that's going to be an undershirt. Right. <laughs> Can't even wear that one around the house either. You ever wear one of those? You put it on, you're like, nope, not even for just no. me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, because there's mirrors in my house, I can't do that. Well, so. just also the feeling the feeling of a shirt hugging like that. And, and, and for me, I'm taller also, so being bigger and taller, like nothing is ever long enough. So not only do you get like, oh. well, this is skin tight, but then if it's riding up a little bit on the stomach and you're like, well, I hate myself. Well, I've had that just because I'm so fat. You know, you throw on one of those old XLs, try to raise the arms up. Nope, nope, nope. I'll tell you, I have spent, we got a lot to talk about, by the way, in the whole show. We'll be talking tons of football, so don't worry if I'm blasphemous here for a minute. We'll be talking about the Thursday night game, all of what's right coming up in Right now we're talking about how shirts DFS. Right, yeah, but Calm down, we'll get there. So I've spent the entire week 
out at the Arizona Fall League, which is prospect yeah. baseball stuff. If you uh, if that's your bag, then uh, I'm your bag holder, my friend. I'm the dealer because <laughs> I have got it for you. And I have uh, tons of video, just around tons of people. I have come to one conclusion, though. There are way more people than I w- was aware of that don't have a concept of how they look in public. Or when, you know when you lift your shirt and the you're like, give ups. Yeah, like, okay, there's one guy. He, was, he had his glove and he's like, his, it was his buddy and him and their two girls. And consistently for five innings, he was running around trying to catch a foul ball or get a ball. And, and like, you know, like the little kids uh. do that are like eight years old. He would go up and he'd be like, hey, throw me the ball. And like, I heard him say he was like 35 years old, you know, so that's my age. And oh. that's all fine. I judged him for that alone. Yeah, he was, those guys are tiresome. And he was like running around and stuff. But here's where I'm getting at. He'd lift his arms up. No. And, and it was just all stomach. And I was no. like, I was Come like, on. bro, you got to, you got to, <laughs> like, bro. Just bro. like, like, don't put your arm over your head. Just bend the elbow and put the head up. And then also there's a lot of, uh, as you can imagine, uh, uh, baseball games in Arizona in October, a lot of guys that don't have a concept that the shirt doesn't fit anymore. No it, concept. Now, let me ask you this, because I've noticed this a little bit, but it's with guys like over 50. Pound, 100 pounds? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> over 50 years old. And that, That's what I see. And and they, and they they're not like skinny 50 years old they're no, of course 295 not, but, but it's like pounds a, it's not forgivable but it's kind of like a well this is what happens when you're uh you know a c-note overweight and you're in your 50s you just don't care anymore you like, just don't care it. that your stomach is out at all times right i, I mean look um you're trading you're where you're like ezekiel elliott you're wearing a midriff <laughs> but you wear you weigh 400 pounds <laughs> It's not great. Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, yeah, I mean that's um, that's an accurate statement. But th- now let me ask you this: Do you, are you kind of jealous of them? Oh, that they not, not sure. because their physique. No, but I just know the what you mean. <laughs> Clearly not because of their physique. No, I don't even think it's confidence. I don't, I think uh, it's the opposite. It's not confidence. It's just um, lack of awareness. It's okay. lack of. Um, I don't know what the word is. They just, they don't, they're not self-awareness. They're not in touch. They don't have a concept that what they're doing is embarrassing. It's the ignorance is bliss. I wish I had that all the time. I am affected by the, I'm a, the world affects me way more than it should in lots of areas where I wish my life could be as simple as me not even caring that I'm wearing a midriff out in public. Dude, I, I, so I ran up some stairs today and then ran down the stairs Oh, and I'm like, (sighs) <sighs> you know, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, so instead of doing someone thinks the, you're just like, did you just fight crime? Like, what's yeah, they're like, where'd he run, man? Where'd he go? Yeah. You uh, get him? Did I the just, cops come? I just went down a floor. Yeah, no, uh, I just uh, went up and then down real quick. So, uh, you know, and so but instead moved. of. Instead of being the guy that uh, takes the elevator after that, like, well, I don't want to be out of breath. I'm like, no, I need more stairs. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, I am eating pizza right now, oh. but, uh, it's a thing it, where it's like, if you need it, uh, you need a three X, but you can't make that jump. You're not going right, to make that I jump can't. to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And, and maybe sometimes that's what it's, it is with those guys. Oh, They're maybe like, it is. 
they're like, you know what? I'm just not going to go buy a whole new wardrobe because I put on 15 extra pounds. This is just what I'm going to weigh. And then in the summer, I'll wear all my hoodies. So, Or in the winter, I'll wear all my hoodies. I will admit, one of the days I was able to wear, like, the, I have this nice, like, Nike. Yes, I wear Nike. Um, like, like oh, thin, man. thin hoodie Neil, thing. You, were wearing it? you know, I mean, I was, I was okay. I was good. And, um, it felt good. It feels good wearing that. You definitely feel like a better person than when you just, I mean, when you're bigger, if you're like skinny or none of these are your issues, you're just like, what's, what's the problem? I wear a large and, and it's, you know, shut up. Like you don't count, but like <laughs> when you're, you're big and gross and whatnot, even wearing a t-shirt can be a little bit of a problem unless, you know, as long as you don't go down the route of getting the smaller version, like you did drunkenly on the show two weeks ago, or was it last week? That was last week, yeah. Last week, wow, good shipping, I guess, where you ordered drunkenly uh, the Run CMC t-shirt, and you got it in today. Yeah, that's right, and I let Nate Hamilton know. Yeah, and he it tweeted came it. So, and looks, then he immediately looks good on you. Me. So, yeah, I, th- I, th- I also got accused of dyeing my hair in that picture, so. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how good my hair looks. I, I took it as a comp- uh, compliment, though. Okay. You're very proud of you. I mean, that's like a thing you're very proud of. You you love to shame other people's hair and you love to talk about your big, curly, stupid Look, hair. Look, man, I, I got, I got to go with what actually works and that's about it. So, yeah. okay. you know, yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's fair enough. Uh, we got a lot, like I said, to cover. We are going to be going through some DFS lineups. We're going to have to pull one of, one of our, our bros on Twitter. Uh, we have some internet points to award Bogman, even though I know zero, zero of us tracked what was going on. But I'm pretty sure I only received one tweet. And uh, was it is it Drew? Forgive me. Oh. I don't have. I have a million tweets. Man, by. you know, before you go down this rabbit hole, you should pull that up next week. You know what I mean? Like, just pull it up before. Yeah. And that way, you know, the guy's name. Give him proper credit. Right. Yeah. Well, you have a lot less tweets, so you should find it real quick. Oh, I should find it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm the tweet bitch now. That's my job. Well, I mean, whatever term you need to use, whatever makes you feel comfortable, you do that. Yeah, whatever makes you get it, bitch, just go get it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for dropping that consistently. Um, but we're going to go through the DFS lineups. We're going to talk about the week six games. We're going to talk about Thursday night here in a minute. We got tons and tons of football as well as the latest news. So don't want uh, anybody to scram anywhere. But check us out over at InThisLeague.com. If you happen to be uh, going down that route of fantasy basketball this weekend, know that we got you covered over at InThisLeague.com. We've got a top 150 that's up. We've got a million episodes available for you, our top 150 positional rank episodes, mock drafts. And over at the ITL Army, we have got our list of the 150 and positional rank. So the ITL Army, that's the insider program for Bogman and I. You get access to us. You get our comedy show. We got a comedy show coming up. You ready to be funny? Uh, I can be sure. I'm going to see Mark Marin tonight. Oh, nice. I don't know. If it's I uh, didn't get invited by you. So no, I, you know, gonna... it's sad. I think there might be tickets still available. Oh my No, no, there's not. I mean, go look box. I think there are like, go look on the break. He's only here one night for one show. And I don't think it's sold out. There's no way it's not sold out. I, I guarantee it's, you it's sold out. I mean, it's Arizona. Go... It's Arizona. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we mentioned this the other day. It's more purple than it is red now. So, yeah. Well, uh, Drew Snyder. What about Drew Snyder? Yeah, Drew. That, yeah, yeah. That's our guy. Yeah, see, I knew. I knew who he was. I Mr. Boom Shakalaka. Boom Shakalaka Boom. Played our lineups. I think he won this weekend. Won some money. That's right. Based on our lineups. Probably and internet playing. points. Look Let's at that. I th- how many official internet points did he win? I guess we'll talk mm-hmm. about it when we get there, but I think it was like 300. Yeah, it was at least 300. Okay. We might have. Well, bu- 
how many did we give away? I would it was s- 550 total because we said 150, bumped it up to an extra 300 to play both. Wait, wait, I'm getting something about Bogman. Bog, okay, I just got this uh, confirmed to me. Because Drew was the only one that participated, 700. It has been bumped to 700 internet points. Drew has received. He is in the firm lead. And I tell you, in the coming weeks, we will have a system to redeem your points. It'll be like credit card uh, extra point miles. For every 10,000 points, you receive one uh, Bogman dollar. <laughs> you were stuck between uh, you know uh, QVC salesman and the guy at, at the very end of the commercial who reads all the stuff and promos really quick, so no one really hey, notices yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just <laughs> not good at that stuff. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but uh, Drew did all that uh, stuff. But funny. go check us out at patreon.com slash army. Support ITL. Get all the stuff and things. Have access to us. Thursday nights with Bogman. All that fun stuff. We'd love to have you. Speaking of, let's talk about that Thursday night game. How oh. was that for you? Because you were doing Thursday night with Bogman with some of our wonderful listeners. And it was a, it was a weird game because the best player in the game was on the team that just got demolished. I mean, Saquon Barkley is a unit. He's a beast Ugh. of a unit with, what was it, 229 total yards, I think. He had a touchdown, a 55-yarder uh, receiving he was able to catch. I mean, 12 targets out of the air. He, I He had two more targets in Odell, and he caught three more bar- balls in Odell. It's just all you need is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not all you need. You need Saquon and some semblance of a defense somewhere. Good point. You know, actually, uh, it's funny it you say that. It's funny you say that because, like, look at the Giants. Saquon Barkley, you know, beast of an athlete. You know, one of the best running backs. I want to talk about this, actually, here, where you value him. Wide receiver, Odell Beckham, one of the most, you know, you know, dynamically interesting wide receivers, whether he's a crybaby or not. And then you go Ramen look head. at... Yeah, then you go look at, like, who he compared against. Like, Saquon against... Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement <laughs> and then Odell against Jordan Matthews and Nelson Aguilar. It's just the Eagles. Alshon had a good day. Yeah, the Eagles just get it. Yeah, he did. He had two touchdowns. The Eagles get it done with – this reminds me of like NFC uh, Patriots. The Eagles are. They just get it done with lesser talent and they make it work in their system where the Giants have a couple of the most talented players, but it doesn't matter. And if you ask Odell – it comes down to play calling and maybe Eli Manning. Yeah, man, I, I tell you, there's uh, there's a lot of hate going on for Eli right now, and uh, to be honest, it's deserved. He, uh, I've always kind of been an Eli apologist. I don't think that he gets the credit that he deserves sometimes, because uh, I mean, Eli was a very good quarterback for a very long time. I think it's mainly to do with his face. Like, yeah, honestly, a lot of the hate honestly. is from his face. Yeah, a hundred percent. But. I mean, the first pass that he threw, or the second pass, I think it was, was picked off because he made a bonehead idiot mistake that you don't make as a veteran in the NFL. He threw it so uh, the the tight end was open. I can't remember who it was because Ellison and Ingram were both out. Ooh. But so he threw it to the tight end to the shoulder where he had the was defender. Joel Davis, dude. I don't. I don't. Scott remember Simmonson. Who it was. <laughs> these are the I just named you two players on the Giants. I have no idea who they are. I think it was I so think it see. was Simonson. Simonson is a tight end, a Simonson. six foot five Simonson. Uh five Simonson is six foot five, two sixty one. <laughs> he had three he targets. Some money. Yeah, right. and, he, and he caught the one twenty four yarder. 
Yeah, so it might have been him. I Never guess. heard of her. Uh, uh, but so anyway, uh, he threw it to his right shoulder where the defender was sitting right there. And instead of you know being able to catch it, if he had thrown it to his left shoulder, he would have been able to to fall back and grab that ball. You know, which as an NFL starting quarterback, you should be able to do this stuff. Threw it to his right shoulder. The defender knocked it up in the air. Another guy picked it off, and it was just off to the races from there. Can I ask you something so, with Eli? Yeah. Do you think take like? Would you say last year was like a subpar year for him? Uh, well, it was a subpar year as far far as the record goes. But I remember him being like really bad in games and then really good in games. So he's kind of in between, right? You'd say what the last two three years he's been pretty mediocre. Yeah. Do you think let's call it three years of mediocrity, and then this year where the downtrend? is following a little bit more of what the stock market did uh, this last week, where Uh-oh. it's like a tumble. Would you say... This is the Welsh's new thing is the stock market. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm doing... I know how to do it. Um, Here's the deal. Do you think this little half turn of uh, the last four years is going to affect the status of how we look at him like as a whole? Like, I'm talking Hall of Fame. I'm oh, talking- there's people that I, I don't know that he'll get in already i mean i think okay that's that, where i'm going with it because i felt like 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 five years ago you would have said this and it's like you know oh, he's got a ring he's a manning you know look what he's doing and he's, he's got put, two rings yeah two rings know? exactly like he, he's gonna have to he's gonna get there I, i'm not I, I feel like this is one of those few times this is pretty damaging how these last couple years have gone for him i'd put him in still i mean i think he's still top 10 all time uh in passing you know and sure the the last um you know, a couple years specifically, the game has really been geared towards offense. And it was more geared towards offense since Eli came in than previous generations. Well, here, you but know, hold still that hitting thought. top 10 is good. Let's hold so. that thought. Let's uh, okay. talk about that a little bit more on the other side of this break. We're going to talk Eli, Saquon, and a ton more of Week 6 that's coming up. So don't you go anywhere. More Bogman and the Welsh for In This League coming up on the other side on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it, don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh, in this league. <laughs> if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports, but you're sick of dealing with professionals, using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, you've got to try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY, you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon signup, and choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag. Promo code FNTSY. Welcome back. It is in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh, in this league.com, and the millions and millions. 
tons of and podcasts. And millions. And millions of podcasts that we do. All the content, though, I do think is um, flush with uniqueness. I rapped on our latest basketball podcast. I and sang Eminem. I thought I thought it was okay. I didn't try to make up my own rap. I just sang his. You told one of the most embarrassing stories I've ever heard in my life, too. Um, which one? I, I remember, don't remember. I'm trying to remember what the story was. I remember it was about the girl you were trying to hit on at the oh, YMCA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was Whoa. that on the basketball show? Yeah, I'm cringing. You want you want to know what's so difficult about being i hate using the word like content provider like because that just doesn't it sounds like you know we're just machines we're like we make shows that you i make content laugh fart joke fart joke i don't truly know the world that we sit in you know is it analyst is it i don't like the word expert i don't think we can full-on be comedians anything like that we're just we do a show. We're dudes. We do shows. We're guys. Yeah. We're dudes who who talk about guy stuff and sports, and sometimes not guy stuff. That talk might about be... battlefish. Yeah, battlefish. You know? yeah, exactly. The, the Welsh will rap. You yeah, know? you never we know. Get what's drunk and buy sports shirts. So you never know what's going to happen. But there's nothing more <laughs> depressing when we go off the rails with maybe something that's like uniquely interesting or funny, and you just hear nothing. I didn't hear one thing. About me singing that horrible song. Not even like a, oh, God. Didn't hear a single thing on the story that Which you said. It, the Eminem song. The Eminem rap. Oh, okay. Not one thing. Didn't, yeah, no, no, no. There were there were people saying, saying not things. Not to me. All to you. Yeah, well, in the group room, you know, you were out at the, the Folly game most, see most one of the day. Thing. But, yeah, there were a couple of people posting uh, Slim Shady gifts. Yeah, so. hiding, hiding behind the group me. Nothing on the interwebs. No <laughs> no talk. Nothing. Well, I put up, I put up Slim Shady on Not <laughs> one thing about my embarrassing story. Not you said the, the story we told about um, e-wrestling three or four years ago. It still hasn't died. Like, it still lives out there. People love that. You're saying what I said on the basketball podcast was most embarrassing. Didn't hear a single thing about it. Not one. Well, maybe that, maybe it says more about me. Maybe uh, it's not that embarrassing and I should get over it. Oh, I like that. I like this maybe, take. You know, it definitely could be a thing where it's like, uh, you know what? You're hitting on a girl. Everything's fair game. You know? True. And the oh, more I think about it, the more I should, probably should have gone with that. So. Oh, okay. So, like, you should start lying more? No, not lying, but, like, I, you also said you were what? That was, like, 18? 17. 17. You were 27? 18. So, <laughs> 32? Uh, you, know, you were 27 hanging out at the YMCA with all those kids. Can you imagine so. if you were, like, 30 and working at the YMCA? I mean, like, no offense. It's a job's a job. Like, it's great. <laughs> but, like, can you just imagine? Like, you, I mean, like, like you, look, what are you or I? Like, not just a normal, like, a let, normal let, person's fine. Let me ask fine. you this. If you're 30 and working at the YMCA, not how many out. steps above holding a sign at an underpass is that? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a decent amount. I mean, it's multiple steps, of yeah. course, but... Yeah, I guess know, it's a it's You get fired amount. from your YMCA job, you're probably uh, <laughs> ripping up some cardboard at home. <laughs> you're so probably I, spending a sign right outside yeah, of it. And you're like, <laughs> your, your last couple dollars are spent on a Sharpie and a poster board. So. <laughs> Membership deals. Spend here. <laughs> get here. It's what a miserable job. All right. When we went to break, I, I mean, I might be making um, a big deal. It might be more like talk radio shtick type of stuff, but I am curious because you see this you see this immense talent and i guess where i'm going with it is it's not like 
I'm not trying to kill the legacy of Eli Manning. And I'm not saying, you know, like, it's all just about, like, you know, okay, he's been not good for three or four years. You know, F his legacy and nothing counts. I'm not saying that type of stuff, necessarily. But also, add on to it that... He's had one of the best wide receivers in the NFL for multiple years. They've got one of the most dynamic running back. He is uh, that run he had. Uh, I think it was in the third quarter where Saquon just like it looked like oh they're gonna you know they'll get him You're at the legs. About the and, nine yard run, right? Not the fifty yard. No, run. the fifty yard run. The fifty no, yard. It, that's not nearly as impressive as a nine yard run. Well, I, yeah, I, but I I, I'm just saying like how okay. he he was breaking the hole. The two guys that were coming in, I was like, oh, they're, this is one of those are going to get him by his feet and stop him. Nope. He just, zoom, just bye-bye, you know, <laughs> boop, boop, pshoo, just blasting through the hole. One of the most dynamic running backs in the NFL. One of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Sterling Shepard has been good. They have had Evan Ingram. You know, they've had a good defense before. Yet, He's also had Eric Flowers protecting his blind side for the last two seasons. And maybe that's a lot what to do. So I'm, I guess I'm saying is it's not just about Yes, the last couple of years have been bad, but is there something to look at the legacy of this guy also to say, why is he also just not good with really great talent? Yeah, I mean, I think part of its age, you know, his footwork has become really, really bad. And I think part of it is uh, the protection and going through bad play calling as well. I think it's a combo of things. I don't know that it's Eli just completely falling off. Uh, the face of the planet because he's been good. I mean, is he a no doubt um, Hall of Fame quarterback? I, I I do think so. He's uh, sixth all time in passing yards. Oh, so, is he really? Yeah. Here's the guys ahead of him: Dan Marino, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Wow. Those are all uh, going. Yeah. You know, okay. The, I mean, yeah. I mean, statistically, that's going to be tough. I just like I don't. Think, okay, answer me this. Do you think the last couple years of Brett Favre's tenure damaged the legacy of how we viewed him? No, I, I don't. I think maybe if but you, you were a new football fan and all you saw was the, you know, chucking it straight up in the air and yelling 500 Brett Favre, yeah. then uh, you probably are like, why does everybody like this guy? But I don't think so. And Brett Favre had... Like, why does this guy have his camera down his pants all the time? Like, get out dude, of here. Dude... <laughs> Uh, guess how many interceptions Brett oh, Favre had? More than anybody. But the most by a lot. Yeah, but I mean, how many touchdowns did he have? Uh, touchdowns, Brett Favre had uh, 508. I'll say he had 450 interceptions. He had 336 interceptions. The next highest ever was George Blanda, who played 8 million years. He played more games than Brett Favre. Uh, he had 277. Wow. How so many does 336 Rivers to have? 277 uh, Rivers? I bet he has a lot. Um, he's have he doesn't 200. have more than Eli. <laughs> no, but he's got to have. Oh, okay. Well, he we, doesn't we, have as many as Breeze. I'm looking for the active guys. Uh, Roethlisberger is 39th all time. Rivers is 46th. So Rivers 168. Roethlisberger 180. Eli has 232. So what I'm getting at is you take a guy like Brett Favre, and I don't think his legacy was tarnished at all by that last run that wasn't great. But I do feel like, whether he's a Hall of Famer or not, there's probably no discussion, is he a Hall of Famer? But I definitely think 
how you approach him is a much different thing than what it had been four or five years ago. Like the stats are great, but I just don't feel like we're going to look at him and he's going to be as beloved. Like I, I think Drew Brees could be a little bit more beloved. And he, oh, he definitely will. Well, Drew Brees is going to break all the records. Like yeah. he has 499 passing touchdowns. So he's one behind Tom Brady. He's uh, eight, uh, nine behind Favre for the all-time list, and Peyton Manning has 539. So Drew Brees plays this year and next year. He's going to be the all-time passing touchdown leader at some point uh, between him and Brady, you know. Like one I was interested I brought up on the break we talked about was like, I wonder if people would put a guy like Kurt Warner in higher regard. He has a couple Super Bowls, and I think he might get a pass because we know he played later, but all the great stuff that he did with the Rams, and then, you know, it was that little weird short run with the Giants, but then he really turned around the Cardinals. He turned that organization around, and I kind of wonder if, you know, all things were equal— would who's going to be you know who who will be seen in better eyes like if we ask i don't want to ask this poll there's no freaking way i'm putting this well, poll warner out there. would win it especially after that thursday night performance Come if on. you said who is the better who is the better all-time quarterback kurt warner or eli manning um i, I think if i had to pick one guy to win me a game i, I would pick kurt i would too but it, but what do you think that poll looks like if we put that out on the internet Right now, I think it'd be 95% Kurt Warner. Do you really? And 5%. Well, dude, Eli had one of the worst games of his career. Did you just night. say that Eli is six all-time on the passing yards? Yeah, and Kurt Warner's 40th, but Kurt Warner also got a late start. And, you know, it's Kurt Warner's Hall of Fame and being in the Hall of Fame is way, way, way more about his playoff performances. You know, I think before this last Super Bowl, he had the – most passing yards all time in Super Bowls, and he had the number one and number two passing yard games in Super Bowl history. So I, honestly, it, it's more about his playoff performance than anything. The most memorable thing will walk away, and I'm being dead serious here, of Eli Manning is his stupid face. His dumb uh, face is going to be the most memorable. What do we? I mean, dude, th- I I tell you what, and I'm not I'm not lying, and I know people are going to think I'm lying. I I love the Eli dumb face memes. But when I think of Eli Manning, I think of him dropping that pass to Plexico Purse in the back of the end zone. So to, to you beat don't the, think of David the Tyree? No, I don't. I think of that pass to Plexico that won them the Super Bowl because that is the play that sealed it. So Of course you pick a former Steeler, you lose. No, I don't care. You think I care about Plexico? Give me a break, know. dude. I don't know. I think I mean I think of David Tyree and then I just think of disheveled hair and just is a moron face, <laughs> just the dumbest the face. Moron on the face. That thing will be forever beloved. All right, so let me let me turn it to one more thing, kind of trying to end out. I don't want to spend a whole show talking about the Thursday night game. Saquon Barkley, though, the, his performance of you know only thirteen carries, but obviously they were down, and he still had one hundred and thirty yards. Uh, but he caught nine passes on twelve targets and ninety nine yards, so he almost went a hundred hundred. He reminds me of like. Everything our brain thinks David Johnson is. And <laughs> he physically looks, but is in better shape like what our envision of Ezekiel Elliott is. Like, you know how, like, think about Ezekiel Elliott right now. I guarantee you he's more fit in your mind than he is in real life. Like, he, he's just a little Zeke? bit. Yeah, he's a little, Zeke's pretty fit, dude. I mean, he's I fit, mean. but he's just like, I don't know, like, stocky is a little bit, uh, He's just got he's just got a 
giant face, I think, is what you're thinking. I don't of. know. Maybe. A little. Looks like he had a, a bunch of beers anytime I see his crop top out there. Like, he, <laughs> like he's a fit guy, but it looks like, you know, if you if, if, pretend if you were skinny for a minute, or me, too. I'm not putting that on you. And, like, if you're, you know, a skinny person, a fit person has a bunch of beer. I can imagine it. <laughs> has a bunch of beer in the distended stomach. He has, like, a distended stomach. So, but like, getting, what my stomach looks like all the time. Yeah, but then there's, but there's like, muscles and stuff that are around the stomach. Oh, that type of thing. Yeah, nope. I think Saquon Barkley has proved all the naysayers. Anyone that would do the whole, like, can we take a rookie in the first round thing by leaps and bounds. I'm curious, though, where do you think he is on the season? If we were restarting right now and we were drafting, where do you think is he, mm. where would Saquon go? Because I think, I think it's between two and three. Three to be safe. Uh, that's, that's an interesting question. So, well, he, here's... We were talking about this a little bit, you know, when we're going over what we're going to talk about tonight. And this is a great question. We initially were, you were thinking about Camara, and I was like, no, he's definitely had a Camara because Mark Ingram came back, and you know, the touch. That was one down. game. That was right. one game, to be fair. Right, but that was also like Camara was still very good in that game. If he gets in the end zone, that's going to be fine. So, like, I'm not knocking Camara. I just would easily put Barkley ahead of him moving forward. Just putting this right here, I'm looking. I didn't interrupt you, but right now, Saquon Barkley in I'm looking at a full PPR league is the number one overall player now. Well, yeah, he has that's a game. He's played a game, but per game, he's third running back. Oh yeah, because Alvin Kamara, would, uh, if he were playing this week, but he's on a bye, he would need 14 points to to get to Saquon. Uh, Todd Gurley is seven points away, so he's clearly number one. Ezekiel Elliott's down here with 93 points, so he's down as like the sixth running back. I kind of think it look I I'm torn between Kamara what, and Barkley. What about, what about Mar, uh, Melvin Gordon though? Melvin Gordon's been amazing too. So uh, especially in a PPR league, you know what I mean? He yeah, has... I don't think that's a question if he's been amazing. I just, I don't think he's over Saquon. I mean, Saquon no, has I more. No, I think Saquon's probably two right now. I think it's Gurley and then Saquon. You want to uh, you know something amazing? Something, this is, it's incredible. How many, has Saquon played all the games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I guess it's a little bit unfair, but you, you add this extra game in, that is something to play in here. But the, the most targeted Running backs are Alvin Kamara and Saquon Barkley with 51 targets on the year. Well, yeah, because uh, Eli can't throw the ball down the field. Anymore. And he has the most catches of any running back in the NFL is Saquon Barkley. He has two more than Al- Alvin Kamara. Now, Kamara could take that. But he has eight more than James White. Now, James White will get a couple this weekend, and it'll even itself out a little bit. Right. But Saquon Barkley is a beast on all fronts. And yeah, and Saquon's amazing, and this is what I was telling everybody going into draft season, and this is what everybody was saying, and everybody started. It started to get annoying, right? Like the uh, should that be a poll? Uh, should we say ge- like where do you generational take player? Blah 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 blah. It would be so. The poll is would um, I don't think you should put players on it because no, be- I, I think you just say uh, start if we started today. Would Saquon, Where would Saquon or if we, be Yeah, if we started over today, would Saquon be drafted second overall, third overall, um, and then maybe yeah. like fourth through six? 
Right, right. Let's do that. Let's do that okay. on the break. All right. All right. We're going to do that on the break. Then you can be on the lookout for that over at Is It the Welsh and Bogman Sports on the Twitter handles. We'll put that poll out because I am curious what people think. I think it's not an argument that he's top three. And I'm not so sure, besides injury, anything is really going to change that because the guy is incredible. Even he does have the extra game, but he is uh, about 50. You know, give whatever Elliott's going to do. Imagine if he was in a good offense. Well, and that's kind of a big thing. Like Elliott's the league leader in rushing yards, but uh, but it's not. But Saquon's number two right now. Call it over the weekend. Maybe Saquon moves down to four, but he's also about. 200 and something yards more receiving than Ezekiel Elliott, more catches, more touchdowns. And I would say Barkley and Elliott are um, in uh, equal crappy offenses. So to see these two guys do that, I'm curious what everyone has to say. So we'll get to that. So don't you go anywhere. More in this league. Coming up on the other side of the break, we'll be talking about this poll with Saquon Barkley. We're going to get to some DFS stuff as well, breaking down all of week six. We're coming back. Bogman, Welsh. We'll see you soon. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. In this league. Oh, I remember. I love In this league. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Welcome back. More In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you guys are listening live, are you checking out the other ways you can listen live? Did you know you can listen on iHeart or TuneIn or the Fantasy Sports Radio app, which is completely Ah. free? Maybe you are one of the many that listen to the podcast version. Well, hello, you. Did you also know that you can listen to us live when we are on the air, boosting up our live listens for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so they love us more? You can do that on those apps, but you can also listen to the podcast on those very same places. iHeart. Maybe tune in. Little, oh, little Spotify. You want you want oh, that? How you like me now? Smack. I'll raise you a little Spotify up there. We <laughs> you can essentially you can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but like Netflix. Which can we get that? <laughs> you know, Netflix at some point is going to be like, ah, oh, no, we are. You guys want a show? Yeah. Well, no, they'll. Yeah, I mean, please, that would be amazing. But Netflix will just start integrating YouTube into into its app. And, you know, they'll somehow buy that, and then they'll start having podcasts on there, and they'll just make everything else irrelevant. Let me ask you something, uh, and this is off the cuff. We don't have this on the sheet anywhere. Um, if you had to write a negative political ad for one fantasy football player, who would the negative ad be towards? Um, would it be like Kenyon Drake was selected in the fourth round? All right, it would be it'd be this. Amari Cooper with the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> 
first round pick that everyone told us he would be with major volume, young quarterback, young wide, one, young wide receiver. They had a good season together. In comes John Gruden, Amari Cooper, post-hype sleeper, could be Amari Cooper, loser, loser. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have You hate it. him so much you coughed on him. Yeah, I don't know. Amari Cooper doesn't like puppies. He kicks babies. <laughs> Amari Cooper drops babies just like touchdowns. Oh. Oh. Uh, Amari what about, Cooper, about, not safe for you? your family or your fantasy team. <laughs> how about uh, your positive? Um, well, you can take this one. I'm sure you might have a shirt that can give you a slogan. Go. <laughs> Go. Positive ad. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was uh, very late second round pick or a very uh he wasn't even selected in the first round and he provided you all kinds of gains christian mccaffrey for your first round pick in 2019 i'm christian mccaffrey and i approve this message there you go i'm a cracker yeah <laughs> what is with you in that i just i uh, yeah i just wanted to yeah you keep freaking out every time i say it so. it is that is just your thing lately That's i don't right. know is it a I'm weird how you go back. through phases Bring it back. I mean, I'm, <laughs> so at least someone's doing it, Bogman. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God you took it upon yourself to bring that back. Isn't it funny, the trends? Like, I've been thinking about this lately. In like a year, when we listen back about how much we call people losers, and, we, and losers. we're like, listen back to that and go through like, oh, it was our loser phase, where we just said that a whole bunch. <laughs> and like, you go through phases. Yeah, like, I know we had why. it a couple years ago, probably, with other stuff and things. I don't know what we were saying. I wish this cracker phase would get done with. No, I mean, now it's the annoying the Welsh with cracker phase. It's not even the cracker phase. Yeah, I mean, I like crackers, but not like <laughs> not that kind. I'm not pro cracker is what I'm saying. I'm just like, well, it was like, well, see, it was funny because we we're in the black book and uh, you were eating the crackers and trying to say things. And then uh, Joe said too many crackers. And I said that was actually the the first uh, run of the name of the show. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was a good one. That's how we uh, that's how we roll. Uh, all right, so you put the poll out there. I moving, did. Moving on from uh, all the Netflix crackers. and the yeah and that and the political the ads. Crackers. What made you think of the political ad thing? I you, just see they. I keep see the, seeing them on t- television. You need to you need to work on your political all ad a little bit too. Uh, I need to make. Well, it definitely I feel like needs to be longer. Yeah, yeah, you could do. You could. I feel like you could come up with a good one. I mean, it's hard to come up with one off the cuff. But. Yeah, it was just off the. I just keep seeing. You know, there's this woman running for uh, for something out here. Her name is Kristen Cinema, and she is a Democrat running in Arizona. So uh, the Republicans all spent. You know all their money running negative ads about her. She's, so that's all she, I see is negative Kristen Cinema. Well, ads. I mean, also, you can imagine how much I love this. I th- I believe, if I am saying this correctly, she's the first bisexual uh, a person running for Congress. So Yeah, see, they haven't even said that on the ads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I like think the, they, they can't get away with that. They're a little scared to do that. Thing. Like they, if have, they thought it would fly, that's the first thing they would say. They have like the ultimate ammunition <laughs> of like things that you know that they want to do, and then they're like, ah! Like, like, <laughs> they're nah. like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can't use that, sir. But... <laughs> But why? <laughs> why? There we got there's there's a coming into your house we or your family joke there. Win. We would win. We can't can't we use this? Is this not my America? She likes both sexes. Yeah. You have to pick one. That's the American way. <laughs> that was about to go in a completely wrong direction. <laughs> Let's get back on track here 
with uh, because I can't believe we're going to talk so much about the Giants here. But I do want to talk about the poll. And then lastly, let's try to quickly get through the nonsense with Odell. But you put out the poll of where would you take if you're starting fresh right now? Where would Saquon Barkley go? And I think he's one of the few stories. It's, I mean, Todd Gurley has absolutely solidified himself. He was going number one. He stays number one. Uh, if you're not first, you're last. But if you're not first, you might be Saquon Barkley because we said two, three, four later. So what do the poll results, the early poll results look like? Uh, are you looking at it? I'm not. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. I clicked no, on no, no, it, but no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, not. I'm trying to click away so I don't see the results. Okay. Okay. What do you think is the lowest? Fourth or lower. That is correct. What percentage? Um, I mean, I saw it like right when it came out. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's lower than 10%. It's 16%. Oh, okay. Uh, then third, uh, well, what do you, you know, think? Hold on. What do you, who do you think the guys are in front? Gurley? And then do you think people are saying Kamara and Zeke? Kamara and Zeke, yeah. Hundred percent. Or I think you could work an argument for um, Gordon in there. Yeah, I mean, then then Z, then Barkley's just essentially where he was. He was being and, and maybe some people would still say, well, David Johnson's going to come back and be better. You no, know? but but if you were starting fresh right now, there's zero point zero percent chance you go and put uh, David Johnson ahead of him with how he's played. I mean, zero percent chance that I do, but. Uh, come on, man. People have different opinions. You, you're not. You can't be that surprised yeah. if someone would, would you? Well, yeah, there's a lot of dumb people out there. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay, of, no, you know what? No, fair point. We're not, there's that's a lot not of morons. We would do, but I mean, there are people that would say, "Well, Joe Mixon's really good." You know what I mean? There's all kinds of weird stuff, dude. I forget Julio, our intelligence level of people. So you're right. Julio Urias's eye. I mean. Speaking of which, I just watching was, a replay of the uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, I got commercials on and there's like a replays on and his uh, here is his eyes in your face again, looking at two different directions. Anyway, what do you think is winning? Uh, I think second is winning, okay, by how much over a third? 10 percent more. Oh, 20 more. What 61 percent second. 24% third, 15% fourth. It moved as we're going. So Wow. Okay. Wow. So you can check that out. So unanimous, uh, I would say. It's safe to say that's kind of anything 60% or above, especially if you have a three-fur here and you go over 50, like 55 or over. It's kind of unanimous that uh, Saquon Barkley, I think, feels safe for a lot of people that he would be the second overall pick and he would go over Kamara. This would easily have been third had Kamara not gotten cucked by uh, Mark Mark Ingram. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I definitely think it would have been. So, but but yeah, Kamara got the. I mean, Ingram got the touchdowns. I guess that's a way to say that. So, but I mean. It, uh, Camara was like a shell. Had the touches, but they are also smacking Washington across the face. You know, they're not going to win. I mean, they're they're probably going to win. So bad. Yeah, yeah, and uh, sixteen rushes, sixteen touches to. Or I'm sorry, hold on. Did he have any? Oh, he did. Ingram had two catches too. So eighteen touches to Camara uh, had nine. He doubled them up. That's not good. It's not good, but it was also in a blowout win. You know, I don't think they're going to win going away like that every single week. But it so. also shows you how much a week. I think you agree. Take Saquon's big week, Kamara's 
bad week, and that's why I think you get a unanimous number two for Saquon. Wayne Gallman has never taken touches away from Saquon Barkley. Is Zeke no. is Zeke above Kamara or um, Barkley? Because I kind of think it's a firm Gurley, Kamara, Barkley top three. Not for me. I would put I'd put Zeke third. So he's above Kamara. Why do you hate? Kamara I think he'd so be much? above Kamara. Are you not progressive? Don't... You don't like the way he dresses and his tattoos oh, and his uh, piercings. <laughs> no, I, I just think that uh, I just think that Zeke is the entire offense. Where there's no there's no reason to pull Zeke off the field outside of he's exhausted from having so many possessions already. You know, you take out Alvin Kamara because you have another really good running back in Mark Ingram there. So, but Saquon Bar- is Saquon Barkley better than Zeke? I think so, yeah. Without doubt. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Zeke in a good offense. He just doesn't have it. So, uh I think they're pretty even as far as running backs go. Uh, I pro- I would probably lean towards Barkley a little bit more just because he catches the ball more cleanly out of the backfield. Yeah, I agree. So, but uh, but as far as talent goes, they're both really really good. It's just you know, uh, you would love to see one of these guys on the Patriots, right? That'd be amazing. Yeah, shiny new toy is what I love. All right, let's uh let's finish this <laughs> Giants talk off. With the uh, Odell stuff, what the hell's going on, man? Odell. What was what was that interview about with Little Wayne sitting there? Dude, I don't know. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Odell's one of these guys that hasn't really had a real life, right? He's had an athlete's life, which means he's been told he's the man his entire career. He hasn't really ever had a good friend because he's been concentrated on football his whole life. I'm not necessarily knocking it because that's what you have to do to be at the peak of your game and be so good where Odell is. But it's also it it doesn't lend him towards any credence. So just like having a famous friend is fun. So it that's what he decides to do. You know what I mean? Okay. It's but very I, strange. Like like and and he acts like a crybaby. Yeah, I mean he's the ultimate crybaby. He's the biggest crybaby in the NFL. I mean, who's a bigger crybaby than him? Anybody? You think of one? Was was Terrell Owens a bigger crybaby? Ooh, you know that's a really good comparison, and he's he's inching his way into that. Is there one? Uh, is there someone that compared to them? Because like Randy Moss wasn't in there; he was a little bit more quiet, just more outspoken. But he wasn't a no, like, and he was also a shutdown guy. Like, you know, like Keyshawn the year in Oakland, uh, the the year in Oakland. No, I don't think you know Keyshawn complained a lot. God, all these wide receivers. I mean, it's a wide rec- It's a it's a mold of wide receiver. They're the yeah. worst. I mean, you know, Antonio Brown has had problems this year even, too, you know, screaming on the sideline. Every single one of them. I mean, it's cornerbacks and white. If you line off of the ball, (laughs) like if you are away. If you're on an island. (laughs) If you're on an island, you're an a-hole. Like that's essentially what the NFL has shown us. I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're not in the trenches. You're a jerk. So that's that's Cornerbacks and wide receivers, they're the worst. Do you think Odell could surpass T.O. is being the biggest crybaby of all time because I don't I mean, think it's possible. I mean, he has time, you know. I don't time think is happen. on his side to do it for sure. Uh, I just I can't imagine he, he's got to hear what everyone is saying. 
everyone like it gets to a point. I think the point was when he walked off the field when they still had time left on the clock in the second quarter and they can make up all the IV stories they want about Odell. There's no chance. He was being uh, he was being a little crybaby. He walked to the locker room early and they had two seconds to get a playoff and they ran a play. You know, they could have thrown a bomb. They ran a weird screen. It didn't work. So we need um, to do a new crybaby poll like Odell, Lev Bell. And then who was the last? And uh, well, Rashard Matthews is like people forget what a crybaby he was. But yeah, I mean, Rashard Matthews. But you know, like how's he doing, Le- by the way? How's he doing? <laughs> the job hasn't hunt. even signed. He's had a couple of uh, who was it was the Browns and who else looked at him? Who cares? <laughs> CFL, I hope. Uh, he Dallas could use him. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I just like it's got to come to a point where you know Shermer's going to just have to bench him for like a half or something or a game and just say, look, we can't have you doing this stuff. You have to be in line with all your other teammates. You can't be calling out everybody. If you got a problem with the play calling, come to me and tell me that you have a problem with the play calling. If you got a problem with the quarterback position not playing well, which it's not, Eli's been terrible. Come to me. They're going to bench Eli. Stuff. Are they going to bench Eli in favor of like Odell and Saquon, like the young talent there? Does he have yeah, to be Yeah, I mean, this Kyle Loletta might get a shot for sure. Yeah. Who is that? Kyle Loletta is a quarterback ne- from Richmond. He never got heard of her. Yeah. Um, it was, was it Richmond? Uh, it might be somewhere else. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, like uh, Kyle Loletta's not ready. Alex Tanney's been getting a helmet, and Kyle Loletta's been acting. Alex act- Tanney. That Tanney. <laughs> This Alex Taney right here. <laughs> those, uh, those are the Giants back. Those are the other options. What is Odell yeah, doing? Right. What are you talking about? Well, well they what drafted do you want? Davis Webb. They didn't like him. So Davis Webb's gone. Loser. So, but they also said, you know, Shermer said, we believe in Eli. He's not going to get benched this week, at least. I could definitely see it happening at some point this year. I don't it's think it not, can They're happen. not playing good enough. They don't have a good enough line, you know. I don't see how they do it. have all the Sterling Shepherds and Odell's and Saquon's that you want when the quarterback doesn't play well and the offensive line can't get the quarterback more than uh, one and a half Mississippi to throw the ball, then uh, you're not going to be successful. End of story. I I don't see how they do it. I don't see how they can go to any of those other quarterbacks until you get to week uh, 16 or 17. That's the only time that I think it's a possibility unless the Giants were to completely impose explode this entire thing or implode it which kind of comes back to the conversation about his legacy because what's the only thing that you can do man you go sign Kaepernick like that's it like what else <laughs> can you what, do that's what the New York Post has been saying they've been you know gifting a bunch of uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick in there yeah I don't know what they need to do uh, but I think that this is it for Eli in New York this is the last year so if he wants to keep playing next year he's gonna have to sign in Miami or something does Odell's uh, value take a hit rest of year because he plays along he plays with Eli he's attached to no Eli. they should be losing they should be losing and they'll get him the ball I mean so. do, but do they I mean he was targeted 10 times but he only caught yeah. six yeah, he'll he'll like as long as he's on the field, not being a gigantic crybaby, dude should get the ball. Well, so, that's yeah, not, he'll get that's not a guarantee. It is definitely not a guarantee. I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be trading away Odell right now for seventy five cents on the dollar or anything. Well, so. what about eighty five cents? Uh, Ninety five cents is probably what I'd have. to Ah, oh, you hard bargain there. All right. Uh, that's the end of hour one. Successfully talked about the Giants all three segments. They, You're welcome. That's a drinking game right there. Keeping one topic the way through. It's incredible. We are amazing. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about DFS. We're going to talk about week six. And I want to get your take 
on a childhood movie of mine, a cartoon that is being made into a live action movie. I'm pumped. I got the trailer and let's talk about it. So don't go anywhere. It's more Bogman of the Welsh coming up in this league.